Good evening and welcome to Success in the City. My name's Helen Webster. I'm with the lovely... Des Flanagan. And, and our fabulous guest. Lovelier. <laughs> oh, that's very nice of you. I'm Rosie Diver. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Rosie. Massive thank you to Des. So Sandra is poorly sick. Um, mm. She went dragon boat racing on Sunday in Salford. Um, didn't end up in the dragon boat, which was going to be a red face moment, but I'm going to leave that so she can tell us all about it. Um, <laughs> but I think she ended up freezing cold and... Um, I don't know. She just said that she's caught something in Salford. So, <laughs> so she was freezing up. So she's got like a really bad cough and an earache and stuff. So um, thanks, Des, for, for, for stepping in to her place. No problem. Nice. Yeah. Which, which is cool. And Rosie, amazing to have you. I think Rosie, been trying to get Rosie for about four months and I kept on double booking and, and putting the wrong date in and everything. So apologies, Rosie, but it's lovely to have you here tonight. Thank you. It's okay, isn't it? It's about being flexible. It's about being flexible. Um, so, shout out to the kids. Any little people who've done amazing things um, this week. Rosie, have you got any little people that you want to shout out to? Yeah. Um, so, I do Duke Edinburgh's Award with the guides over here on the Wirral. And I've got a little team who started off not really knowing which way to set a map or which way was left and which way was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's kind of important if they don't do it. And um, so I had a real chat with them on Sunday and they've just come on in leaps and bounds. So they are so ready. They've done the work, you know, and it pays off and it shows. So shout out to all the kids in my DV team. Amazing. Yeah, well and what do they do? Do, do, they do um, certain activities? Do they go out and about and stuff like that? So for DV, you have to do uh, four things. Three you do on your own. So you do um, some sort of volunteering uh, and giving back. You do some sort of skill um, and then you do something physical. And then the team thing is the expedition. So yeah, for bronze, they do two nights. They're completely independent. Two sorry, two days, one night. So these, these guys have come from real quite uh, cotton wool you know, wrapped in cotton wool backgrounds to being quite independent. It's fabulous to see. Brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Um, so Sandra says, good evening, Rosie. I'm sorry that I'm not there this evening. And then she says, thank you, Des. You you're welcome, Scotty. Yeah, you're I'm welcome. sorry you're not here too. It's lovely to see Des, but I'm sorry you're not here. And I'm sorry you're poorly, Sandra. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, Des, have you got any young people, little people that you want to shout out to? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to um, Lynn's great nephew she was minding him on sunday right and she took him out and she said you can have anything you want what would you like and we could the big sweets chocolate the toy you know what he said he said i want some flowers for me nanny uh... and, and i you know what i thought that was really nice at that age for him to say that you know and um it reminded me i don't know if you've ever seen that clip of a it was a documentary maker and he was in an African village and he left some sweets by a tree about 50 yards away from a group of about 10 kids. And he said, whoever gets to the tree first can have the sweets. And they all held hands and went together so they'd mm. arrive at the same time. And that was with no instruction or direction. It was just wow. instinctive. And I, I've never forgot that. And I thought, there's a lesson there, you know. There is. There's I had to be begging it to get the sweets first, just saying. <laughs> no, and elbowed anyone who got it. So little Daniel, give him a I'll give him a um, a mention. Well done, Daniel. Well done, Daniel. Well done. Yeah. I'm gonna give a shout out to um the children from Hayfield um school, which is over on the Wirral. And they came to Liverpool John Moore's University last Wednesday mm. and um joined in our activities so we did movement matters and um they came over and so they're year six you know going into senior school and um we took whack a ball and we took a as well and we were playing we we're going to play whack a ball and this fella come over and he went um oh he said whack a ball he went to how are you going to get them to hold the racket and, and i went oh like that i just held the racket <laughs> and he just looked at me and i went and he went 
well, it looks a bit tricky. I said, well, yeah, yes. Once you've been playing for a while, it can be. <laughs> anyway, I had this little boy called Lewis who, what he did in 20 minutes has taken me six weeks with other kids to teach. Wow. He was unbelievable. And I said to his teacher, I'd take a video of us doing this because it was just absolutely outstanding. He was playing a rally after 20 minutes worth of instruction. He was unbelievable. So massive, massive shout out to all the kids at Hayfield School. They were brilliant. They were really, well really done. Hayfield. Yeah. yeah. Well done, yeah. In success- Andy Murray, start with Wacketball and then move on to greater things. Honestly, he was amazing. He, he was unbelievable. His hand-eye coordination was brilliant. Um, so success this week for you personally, something that you've done personally that's uh, been amazing. Um, Des, go on. Well, what was going to be a success this week has turned into my embarrassing moment. So oh, I'll save, save your embarrassment. Save it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have a success this week, though? You must have something successful. Um. Do you know what? Not that I can think of. I because I had a good week last week, yeah, so yeah. it's just carrying on really from from last week. But my red face moment was a bit of a. Uh, we'll save that. We'll save that. Screen, you know, not, yeah, yeah. not good. Not good. <laughs> um, Craig you know. Donaldson's listening in, and he says hello. Also, a big hello to Craig. So Craig's from Liverpool, John Moore's Union. They were all Hi, Craig. with Hi, um, Craig. John Howie. Um, Rosie, success for you personally this week. Um, if, if we take this week as the last seven days, is that all right? Yeah. Uh, actually, now this sounds a bit self, self-indulgent, self but I went on holiday. I haven't been actually away, I know, <laughs> on holiday. And the sad thing is I booked a holiday in March, but I was so poorly. You know, you say, be careful what you wish for. And I've been going, no, I'm having a break. I'm having a complete digital detox. I won't be seeing clients and I won't be, I won't be using my phone. And, and, and yes, five days I was in bed and absolutely floored with something. So this, I've just sneaked three days away and I said to myself, so I'm going to be well and I'm going to Wales and I'm going to go walking and I'm going to have a digital detox as well. So I got Finally, yay! What are we Amazing, brilliant. I love that. I love the digital detox thing, and we'll talk more about the digital detox as we go along. But uh, amazing, brilliant. Um, so my success this week is, um, I do yoga now on a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night. So Phil goes to work, and then I do yoga, um, and I can now put my hands flat like that on the floor. You know, do it on a forward bend. So about three weeks ago, I was like that, and now I'm like that. Um, which to, 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 to many people but my next goal is to get my head to touch my knees that's uh, that's my next goal like on a fold you know when, when the body folds but the difference it makes um, is, is absolutely phenomenal to, to your body and, and I did this mad breathing thing last night which was brilliant and then slept like a log it was just yeah it was amazing is that, so, is that just doing yoga Helen you've got that extra four or five inches yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just pure flexibility so normally on a Monday I'm not very flexible, and by the time on a Friday I am because um, I train every day. You know, like well, I train clients every day, so I yeah. tend to do like the the cool down. So your muscles like a piece of blue tack, and if you squash the piece of blue tack and go like that, then you can stretch it loads, can't you? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. pick the piece of blue tack and you pull it, it snaps, and that's why your muscles snaps and pulls and uh, stuff like that. So I always say it's like a piece of blue tack. So the more you make it supple. And the more you squish it, the, the longer it'll stretch. And yeah. um, the difference in just doing yoga, and it, I'm going to try and do it every single day this week. I'm doing another little program. Um, so I'm going to try and go for it every single day. But uh, the difference it makes is amazing. You know, you just feel like dead tall mm-hmm. and everything. It's boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. I've, I've never done yoga. Well, I've tried it, and I've tried a couple of um, online programs, you know, Yoga with Adrienne and all of that yes. on YouTube. She's and um, oh, she's fabulous. Apart from the fact that, that you know, I like I like the dog. Anyway, and and she just does yoga for beginners. And mm-hmm. I laugh. I'm 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 the most unbendy person. And she goes, and suddenly we're into downward dog. And I look and I, oh come on! <laughs> suddenly we're not actually, my suddenly, love. Yeah. I need a chair. I can do downward dog on a chair. So good on you. But I am hoping actually to to start yoga in a class you know back face to face yeah yeah because 
um, I'm really quite bendy one way for the canoeing and I'm really quite stiff the other way and I need to be kind of double-sided to canoe. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely bendy on both sides, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so Dave Verbeek's listening in and he yeah. says, uh, evening the legend that is Rosie Diver. Des and Helen are all right too as well, like. Um, <laughs> And then he goes, I love Rosie's background. I always wanted to sing The Hills Are Alive with the sound of music when he sees her. Please don't. <laughs> well, he can do what he likes, can't he, in the comfort of his own room. As long as we Well, don't... he can, yeah, yeah. As long as we don't have to listen to it. Off you go. Rosie, ask him. And I bet you he doesn't know the words. Ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I will next time I see him. Yeah. Craig's saying he could do with trying that, Helen. Might take a few years to bend, but why not start? Craig, you're in the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Just do a little tiny 20-minute yogi at the end. Um, oh, yeah. I only do beginner's yoga. I don't do – I'm not an advanced yogi. Um, but I think I think when I was growing up, yoga was like tree huggers, wasn't it, you know, and had a bit of a bad name, whereas now yoga's super trendy. And I think if I'd have been younger, um, I'd have definitely a million percent gone down the yoga route as well as – you know, do 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 your fitness, but but adding yoga into it. Um, that's why Ryan Giggs ended up playing Premier League football till he was forty because he uh, he did yoga. You know, yeah, um, he did yoga every day. Yeah. Yeah, so John Howie's listening, and he says he's in Jim's cafe, not the gym. <laughs> 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 so we're going to play this or that. Des and I are going to ask. Um, I'm going to ask you, and Des Des is going to ask me and Rosie um, questions. Okay, um, Des, do you want to go first or? Am I going first? Oh, uh, go on. You go first, Helen. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask Rosie first. Okay. okay. A coastal walk or a mountain walk? Coastal. Coastal. No, didn't she? Didn't hesitate there, did she? Coastal straight away. Uh, what about no. you, Des? It's that intoxicating um, mix of water and, and scenery. Yeah. Do you know what? I've just crossed my first one off there. It's all right. I've got four down. Um, because at coastal walk, if it's at the water's edge, you know when you're walking along the beach. Yeah. But if it's not on the water's edge, I'd like it. I'd rather be in the mountains. Yeah. I'd rather be in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent in the mountains. Oh. Yeah. Um, good, good one. And and Des and I don't confer. You see. So yeah, we don't have ever, ever got, we, We've no. got one. We, we've had one. Um, okay, yeah. Des, you'll go. Okay, you had a big corporate fundraising bash. And you win first prize in the raffle, but you have to pick one of two options Ooh. to go and see your favorite West End musical or go and have a, a big slap up meal in a Michelin star restaurant in London. Who are you asking Helen. first? Helen. Helen. Uh, West End musical, hands down. Okay. Rosie? Yeah, I'm with Helen. West End musical, every single time. Uh, and me, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. What's your favourite musical, Rosie? I think it has to be Mamma Mia. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Nice, nice. So I'm an I'm an eighties chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, I am not eighty for anybody this <laughs> chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Abba, every time. Yeah. Abba, good oh, shout. Well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your, um, what's your my favorite musical? Um, Singing in the Rain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's uh, yours, does? Chorus line. Chorus line. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Yeah, amazing. Anyway. Um, okay, um, my, my go now, okay, canoe or paddleboard, Rosie. Oh, canoe. I can't stand up. Well, I can stand up on a paddleboard, but I've only ever been paddleboarding, I think, three times in my life. I'm a canoeist. Absolutely. You can fit coffee, champagne, lunch, the dog, two small children and anything else you want to in a canoe. You can't do that. Well, I mean, you know, it's just so much harder on a paddleboard. No, 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 no. Canoe, you sit down. What can I say? Canoe, good one. What about you, Des? Uh, oh, canoe. It'd have to be canoe. Yeah. yeah. A bit more control, I think, in a yeah. canoe. And plus the fact that it looks better on the top of your car. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you're that you know, way inclined. 
the number of times when it's you know I've got the, the boat on the car and it's lashing down with rain and I think actually I'm all I was right only kidding by the way. Yeah, yeah. I was only kidding there, Rosie. You didn't know you actually put yours on the car. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Where else are you going to yeah. put it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Paddleboard for me. So Marty Sang, who was one of our guests, took us. Um, so Sandra went in the canoe on on the Albert Dock, and I'd never paddleboard. Um, and he he set the paddleboard up for me, which was just amazing. And um, I want to go and buy one. I was like, I was like, then I was like scrolling through then to buy one, and I was thinking, oh, I just need to buy one of these. Um, it's just you have to amazing. Paddle club. Definitely, I've looked at it, and then we need yeah. to do them of a, of a not not in a worky time and of different times and things like that. But definitely, hundred percent, it was a, it was just amazing, and it didn't fall in. No, got up and stayed up and didn't fall in with with the yeah. helping hand of uh, Sangi. But it can you it paddleboard in the Albert Dock, and then you go through, and you see in Liverpool from a totally different angle was absolutely amazing. So um. Sandra's red Facebook. I'm going to come to that. I'm not going to read it now, San. Um, I'm, I'm going to read that. But I thought it might have been something like that. Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll read that out in a bit when we get to red face. Um, okay, Des. Uh, this is the second one, yeah? Yeah. Uh, okay. You go on a transatlantic flight. It's six hours, this flight. And you get on the plane. There's only two seats available. One is next to a highly intelligent person, so we can have good conversations about a lot of subjects. And the other seat is next to somebody who's nothing like that, but is dead funny. Which way, which seat would you sit in? Who you'd ask him first? Yeah, sorry, Rosie, that's you um, first. I think I'd like to laugh all the way over the funny yeah. person. Yeah. Well, you, Ellen. Hundred percent. I'd want to laugh all the yeah, way through. I would. I would. But, but I'd have to say, listen, I'm going to sleep for four hours, but wake us up with a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it'd have to be the funny person, wouldn't it? You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. Okay. Um, when you finished your walk, Rosie, okay, um, yeah. a glass of cider or a hot chocolate? Mm. Actually, it would be a long gin, but a glass of cider, hot chocolate, hot chocolate. No, <laughs> glass of cider. Glass of cider, yeah, or, or a gin. Yeah, yeah. Gin. A gin, yeah. Mm, a gin, yeah, yeah. No. What about you, Des? Um, that's tricky, wasn't I? I know. I, 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 do you know what? I'd probably go with a hot chocolate. I've been on a long mountain walk, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'd go yeah. for that. There's nothing I'd go, I'd probably go hot chocolate like after you've finished a walk or a hike or, or you know, you come off the water yeah. or anything like that. Hot chocolate's amazing. Um, but and I didn't really, I used to drink cider when I was younger and then I went to lager. Um, we used to finish a walk in North Wales, we had a caravan in North Wales, we used to finish, um, and that was when um, Magnus Cider had sort of first come out. And uh, we used to just get a pint of Magnus Cider, but you can only drink like one, but. It's like the nicest drink ever, you know. Um, Sandra says hot chocolate cider is disgusting. Um, Dave Verbeek, <laughs> a brown mix for me. There you go, we'll have a brown mix. Showing your age there, Dave. Um, okay, last one for you, Des, is it? Yeah, last yeah. one. Yeah, okay. So you're invisible for a day. What would you do? Would you like to sneak in to the cabinet meeting at number 10? Or sneak into the royal family while they're having the dinner to see what they're talking about. Um, Helen. Can I smack somebody when I'm invisible? Will they feel it? Um <laughs> not not in this story, no. <laughs> then I'd go I'd go to the royal family then and listen to what they were Would talking you? about. Yeah. yeah, because I'd they, they, they do me head in all the others. But if I could smack somebody, I'd go to number ten. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you Rosie. Well, do you know, <laughs> you just took the words right out of my mouth. Can I slap somebody? Yeah. Can I Can I move anything or change anything or just go, for the love of God, can you not just get a grip and write it somewhere? Or or even, could you not just comb your hair? That's my big buzz there. Um, <laughs> just comb your hair. Um, but if I can't, I don't know. 
I think I'd go to the royal family and I wouldn't necessarily listen to them, but I'd, I'd really like a sneaky look around Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Des? You, you would listen to them if you were invisible. I think you no, would anyway. no, I'd, I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to go and play with the corgis and look around the public can't see. One thousand percent. I'd love to be in a cabinet meeting at number ten. Would you? You know, to find out what the real agenda is. <laughs> I know. Um, you know. So Dave says cabinet meeting at number ten and bumped a lot of them off. Sandra goes new politics because we're not allowed to talk about politics on the show. That's part of our thing. <laughs> we're not allowed to speak politics or religion. <laughs> that was our thing. Craig loves a cider, um, and then he goes smack the royals and then do the same at number ten. <laughs> no. Now see, there you go. Trouble here. <laughs> And that wouldn't have been my one of my this or that's if you hadn't said the first one. So. I know, I know. Um, right, mm. so we're super delighted that Rosie's taking her time um, to spend with us tonight. We've known Rosie for a little um, long, long years, yeah. eight, nine years, something like that, seven, eight years. Um, met Rosie and she's done amazing, amazing things and I'm not going to give any more away. I'm going to hand it over to Rosie. She's going to tell us her story of what she was doing to where she is now to how she's done it um rosie we've got about half an hour um des and i'll just chip in um, okay. as we go along okay over to you thank you um so let me start with telling you why i'm drinking juice so i had a ct scan today i have a ct scan every six months and i have had for the last uh two and a half years and if anybody out there uh, knows about a CT scan, they tell you to drink lots because it flushes the yuck through your system. Um, and I had a CT scan because in November 2018, I uh, was diagnosed with uh, melanoma, a stage three melanoma on my foot. Now, lots of people when I say that go, on your foot, I thought you got melanomas um, on, on your head or your arms. 20% for women, 20% of melanomas happen below the knee. Bonkers. But that's what it is. It was a, a mole gone rogue. So if you think about the, the size of a bottom of your coffee cup, I have that much taken off my foot all the way down to the muscle face. That's quite a lot, actually, on your instep. Mm -hmm. um and um i i then had um what's called targeted gene therapy um which is super super clever so it's brand new two years ago um where the pills target the genes that stop the cancer cells from growing so your immune system can munch away at it i mean it is super clever and i always felt a fraud i would take five pills a day and i would go and i would collect my monthly pills and there would be people in Catterbridge hospital who were poorly proper poorly and they were there for massive chemo injections and i would bounce in because i was um very conscious about what i was wearing because i was going to be weighed so obviously you have to be a bit careful don't you about what you're wearing uh, and they would say any side effects, any tiredness, and I would go, well, actually, yeah, I I did a, you know, 800 metre climb, nearly needed an oxygen tent at the top, um, and they would look at me and they would say, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, is it? no, actually, I'm fine, you know, I'm absolutely fine, and then I would bounce out again for the next month, um, and it got to February 2020, and I got my last lot of pills, I was on these, uh, this gene therapy for a year, and I thought, do you know, I love helping people, I absolutely love helping people as uh, an IT trainer, digital skills coach. But you know, all my life, I never intended to sit behind a desk. I want to be up a hill or on a river. Why don't I set myself up in business? I'm qualified to go up hills. I'm qualified to take people up hills i'm qualified to take people down rivers i've only ever done it as a volunteer why don't i try um and do it for me and live the life that i really really love and take other people with me and then if you recall march 2020 
nobody was going anywhere. So, I mean, you know, whose grand idea was it to start an outdoor adventure business? (laughs) Well, anyway, so fast forward a little bit and um, I thought I would do some sort of proof to see whether or not it would work. And I asked um, a friend of mine to do me a paddleboarding course, and there were so many people clamouring to take part in this paddleboarding course. I then did a mini paddleboarding festival, um, which I filled in September last year. And it was just from that that I thought, right, this, this has legs, if you pardon the pun. Um, so you've kind of got a choice, haven't you? You can you can look at um, a cancer diagnosis as um, a death knell, to put it politely, or bluntly, or you can just go, actually, do you know, I can do something with it. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to me, my body thought, oh, I've got a new superpower, I can grow cancer cells. Uh, And I had kidney cancer, which... um, a marvellous CT scan picked up. Uh, So last April, um, I had my kidney cancer blasted, which made me even more determined to make a go of doing the things that I love. Um, And if you're in business, everybody will tell you to niche, 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 niche. You can't deal with everybody, pick a niche. And my niche is for women only. And there's kind of several hundred reasons for that. All my paddling life, I've always been in the minority as a woman, paddling, canoeing, always. I'm in the minority as a canoe coach. Um, and I just thought this, we, we can change this. We can alter the balance here. Nobody think in the paddling community thinks anything of a gang of lads, uh, gentlemen, saying, right, we're going out, who's coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it all uh, being an all-male event, nobody thinks. It never crosses anybody's mind to go, where are the women? Whereas when, if you go, this is women only, the amount of stick I get for, it's not equal and it's not. No, it's not. No, absolutely it's not. I'm redressing the balance. Yeah. Um, you know, and I do that in, in one of my other businesses as well. I, I have a women's in business networking franchise and it's the women equivalent of the old boy network where we're doing it, where women supporting women because there's enormous power in it. And it is, I am so passionate about it. Uh, it runs through everything that I do in my, in my life. So, uh, yeah, this summer we are ramping up. So we are walking for well-being. And that's the other thing, actually, about the the lockdown. I thought the hardest thing I would have to to get over would be the physical and most importantly, the mental well-being that you feel, the mental health benefits of being out. But of course, the pandemic's done that for me. That is no longer my biggest marketing challenge because you just go, you feel much better after being outside, don't you? And everybody goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know yeah, I, I think massively the, 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 the hour, you know, um, when, when they said you need to go out for, out for an hour a day, um, the amount of people who actually went out for that hour a day, you know, to to, to, to feel better. And, um, and I'm outside, you know, most of the time I love being outdoors um but there's lots and lots of people who are now sharing that and you know we, we were talking about do you, you know do you want to be by the sea or do you want to be by the trees or you know and stuff like that um and I massively have realized I'm a tree person you know that's my my chill out time is when I'm out so people go oh you never stop you're always out and I was only talking about this today um mm. and I said but my quiet time is when I'm out. So my quiet time is when I'm out walking and I've got the dog and I'm in the woods and, you know, playing hide and seek and stuff like that. That's actually my quiet and my, my, my relaxing time. Um, and you're, you're a three-peaker, aren't you, Des? We'll get that in there. <laughs> I've sold you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a long time ago. But, um, but yeah, I've done the three-peaks. And 
But but I, I love the training for it to be honest. Because I trained for about three between three and six months before and uh, that's what got, got me into it, you know. I, I loved it, you know. It's um I, I, I can't describe the feel it's really good feeling when you're in the mountains, especially when it's freezing cold, you know. I don't know why. It doesn't have to be a nice day for me. I, I just yeah. like the mountains, you know. Um yeah, yeah. it's it's quite exhilarating, to be honest. You know, if you haven't done it, try it because it's great, you know. And I didn't think I'd get into it, but I did in a big way, you know. So, uh, so yeah, so well done, Rosie, on that. So, you're having about now, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the beauty of coming up hills and out into the countryside is actually we live in a, a city that don't take this the wrong way but you know where it's easy to get out of into fabulous countryside okay an hour mm. you're in the cluids north wales yeah. you, you don't have to go mm. far you know an hour you're perhaps on the sandstone trail at frudsham or runcorn or yeah. you know go up, up to um pendle it doesn't have to be the Himalayas to get up and out, you know. One of the fun, most fun experiences I had in the last couple of months, I checked the DV routes and I'm just meandering along a fabulous little footpath in Cheshire and three alpacas looking over the fence. Amazing. Um, I wasn't aware, aware alpacas were native to Cheshire, but apparently they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. the sort of bonkers fun stuff you can do, isn't it? You can take alpacas for a walk now, can't you? You can take them for a mm. walk. You can you can go on a trek and take an alpaca for a walk, can't you? I think that's what they they. The, I think that's what the the sort of farm is. Yeah, and I'll yeah. take your alpaca for a walk. Yeah, yeah, why not? So, what sort of um, what sort of groups or what sort of women are, are, are going out with you, Rosie? Because of my networking, because of the the people that I know, they are generally. Um, Self-employed business women are of all sorts of ages, um, but women who want to just take a moment for themselves, a bit of self-care, uh, women who um, I suppose are fortunate enough to be able to say, no, this time is for me uh, and, and do it. And, and you know what happens? I mean, it's not net walking networking and walking never ever um build it as that but you know you meet someone and you say what do you do because that's the kind of first thing that you say isn't it hello what's your name what is it that you do trying to find a a, a something that you can talk about um and and i know that supportive relationships have built up and i know that business has happened it's not the point but you know, I know it happens because we're women, and that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. So part of the women in business networking group that you've um, that you've started as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so uh, like I said, it, it it's women supporting women in business. So uh, you don't have to be in business for yourself. You, you know, it's just you are a business and professional woman, um, and it's about coming together as a network. Uh, for support um, to build that supportive relationship so it's not a referral based organization like some others the idea is that we build the support network and and we build the relationships and we get to know each other from which referrals flow yeah uh, and um, I'm building uh, I've got a a lively group in Cheshire and I'm building the Liverpool group because I think we've got some amazing, fabulous, strong uh, women in Liverpool and I would love to support them. Amazing, amazing. So can it can it be done with them both sort of things together because they tie in nicely, don't they, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Getting out in the, you know, away from business and then, you know, also yeah. meeting each other and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, uh, a number of my... Uh, Women in business, ladies came paddleboarding to you know because it's um, it's a safe environment and a safe space because it's not about um, 
pointing the finger and laughing when you fall off. It's about holding the board steady and helping you to jump back on again. And that actually is is the same whether it's in business or, you know, in the middle of the river. Yeah. yeah. And do you feel that people will come along, um, as you've said, it's a safe space? Sometimes I find it like, you know, when people go to work out and things like that, the hardest thing that they do is to walk in through the door. Yeah. They're always self-conscious about, you know, oh, I'm not the best. Or, and I always laugh with the newbies. So any newbies in the group always stand at the back. So any any fitness class, they all stand at the back. And uh, it happened last week. I had two new ladies start me Thursday. And it's an older adults class and they both stood at the back. And then at the end, I said, never stand at the back of a fitness class. I said, always stand on the front. And they were like, why? I said, because we'll never, an instructor will never eyeball the person in front of them. They always look sort of above their heads, you know, like to the people at the back. She said, you're just always looking at the new people at the back. <laughs> and then, You know, so, um, but yeah, it's, um, it, is, it is getting through the doors, isn't it? And breaking those barriers into, you know, yeah. being able to go and do something else, isn't it? Yeah. It, so for me, it's about the the chat that we have before they come to make sure that they know exactly. It, it, it's meeting the expectations and allaying the fears. You know, are there wetsuits? Do we wear buoyancy aids? Do I have to be able to swim? What happens if I get wet? Are there toilets? Um, what happens if? Yeah. Oh, you know, answering all those questions, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Rosie, when, when does it all happen? Is it? I mean, is it structured? Is it like three times a week, or is it twice a month? How does it all work? Okay, so uh, there's um, this tells you the strength of um, uh, and and the pace of what we do. Okay, so there's a Monday meander, first uh, first Monday of the month. There's um, a Thursday walk which is um, not fast and furious, but just a bit further than the Monday Meander, um, yeah. which is also monthly. There's um, a Sunday saunter, which is for families or for people who can't come during the week. And then there's paddle club once a month. And then there's a, a paddleboard or a canoe lesson um, for people who don't have any craft once a month. And I've started off with once a month. And I'm going to get a feel for um, take up um, yeah. because there's me and one other lady uh, doing all this. So I'm going to get a feel for, for take up this summer. And then, you know, I would love for there to be always a Monday meander, always uh, uh, a Thursday walk. Not always a Sunday walk because I've got to fit all the rest of the things in my life in. But, yeah, to, to uh, increase Do you get people sort of trying... The, the different things i mean like you cross services if you like yeah, yeah absolutely so i've had lots of ladies come paddleboarding who go who say yeah i'm absolutely loved it thank you very much i've tried it now um when are you walked and i take it there's not there's no fellas in sight on these on these uh walks or paddles uh, or right so the the, the courses, um, I will do two sessions, one morning, one afternoon. One will be women only. One will be available to everyone. What um, I don't yeah. do is deal with children. I yeah. deal with children in the guides. I don't want to deal with children. I've got to have a different license and all sorts of things. I'm not doing it, so I'm only dealing yeah. with adults. Okay, good. And where does it all take place? At different places or...? Yeah, so, so right now the paddling takes place at Chester because there's a free slipway and it's easy access and okay. the river is slow flowing and safe. Yeah. Um, the walks all over the show, North Wales, Wirral, um, Pendle, that sort of area, Horwich, yeah. you name it, we go. Is the oh, dog the allowed river. to come on the walk? Yes. Sorry, he does. Yes, I'd rather dogs than children, to be fair, Helen. Well, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering, because I was looking at the dates when, um, and I was trying to work out, and in the summer holidays, my rotor changes because I teach different things. Um, um, and I just thought it would be quite cool to get out with the dog and uh, go go for a yeah. nice walk in the hills and, and stuff yeah. like that. So if she dog, can come, dog. it's even better. Dog's very, very welcome, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's cool at all that. Sorry, Rosie, Des, I get there. That's on the river. Mm -hmm. Do you just saying up and do it, or do you, do you need a license, or do you need permission? Or, or <laughs> right. Or well, it it actually there's the answer is it depends on the river. So at Chester, 
uh, we have, uh, we the general public have an ancient right of navigation uh, all the way up to the mean high water mark. So it's actually as far as Farmden and a bit beyond. So it's about 12 miles upriver. Uh, so no, to, to go on the D at Chester, we don't need a license. There are parts okay. of the D that um, are where the banks are owned by fishing clubs and we can't have access. Uh, canals, canals, you need um, a canals and river trust license. You need a waterways license. Uh, oh, because the Albert Dock, you can, you're, you're allowed in the Albert Dock as well, aren't you? You don't need a license yeah. for the Albert Dock. No, no that's part not. Part of the dock, isn't it? Is strictly it? true. Yeah, for for part of the dock. Certainly, most people, you, you can't just turn up as a member of the public and paddle. You've got to be licensed for the dock. It's owned by Mersey Docks and Harbour, isn't it? Um, I think so. They issue licenses. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> No. Yeah. So, say nothing well, on that. So at, at the end of all that, that means anyone can turn up and, and come to your your thing on the yes. river day. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And we're gonna share we're gonna share of, of Pats and Paddles um Facebook page on our Facebook page so that people yeah, can yeah. Um, check it Lovely. out. Um, because it's cool and and there is um I think during lockdown, you know, lots of people sort of you know experience the great outdoors a lot more i think with all the travel stuff that's going on at the moment there's going to be a lot of people holidaying in the uk um, a little bit more you know and um and what a great way to get out and about and meet other people and and sometimes you know people haven't done these things so they might never have been on a walk but if you go with somebody who knows what they're doing you're then able to have a little go yourself aren't you you know yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those, isn't it? So if you come out with me, I've organised the car parking, I know where the cafes are, I know where the toilets are, I know the way up, I know the way down. Um, all you have to do is come out and enjoy the walk. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of taking away all that hassle. Yeah, I was actually, can I just butt in? I've just remembered because it only happened at well, 8 o'clock. It only happened about three and a half hours ago. I have booked uh, um, in partnership with the Big Seven Adventure um, that I will do a canoe camping weekend for beginners. So put in um, on the seven, meander down in the boats, carrying everything wild camp <gasps> and then um carry on a bit further down wild camp and stop probably at a cafe or a pub or something for lunch and then so three days canoeing two days overnight wild camping Ooh. on the 7th i'm so excited do we know when that is yeah it will be the 30th of september to the 2nd of october i'm in so so what was the difference between wild camping and ordinary camping Rosie. toilets Okay. That, and that's it. <laughs> there aren't any. When you're wild camping, you're wild camping. You know, if you need to, you take your trowel. Yeah, you're not. You're not right. on a campsite. It's like, yeah. say, camping okay. at the, the side of the river, or you know, at the bottom yeah. of a mountain, or on a mountain, or something like that. Um, yeah. So your wild camping is. Um, yeah. You just sort of go along and. Completely kind of up. back to nature. Yeah, you know okay. that digital detox. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that'll definitely be women only. That one, won't it? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I'm up for that. You can take the dog. Uh, I don't know the dog. Because <laughs> can she? She would. She wouldn't. I don't know whether she'd sit in a canoe. Yeah. Well, bring her along to a canoe. She'd swim. And try it. <laughs> she'd swim next to us. Sorry, Rosie. Where's that going to be? On the seven. On the so, seven. Okay. On, the, on the river seven. So, um, around yeah. the Shrewsbury area. Wow, I'm up for that. I'm well up for that. Yeah, you Definitely like that coming. kind of stuff, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah, yeah. like just just going away and not having to think about anything. Of, and you know when yeah. you so I was a girl guide when I was younger, and like I was a brownie, and then I was a girl guide, and um, I absolutely loved it because you just all muck in together, don't you? You know, you you pitch the tent and you all stay, then you do all mad adventures, and and it's. We, we took the kids about three years ago and we took them to Mulvama, you know, my little people who, you know, possibly have never been anywhere. 
And the reason we take them to Mulvam is so that they can say they've been to Wales, you know, when they yeah. go back to school. And we took them all to, we, we went up Mulvam and we came down Mulvam. And then we drove to um, Loggerheads, which is like opposite Colomendi, you know. Yeah. And then we walked along the River Allen. Um, and then I said, right, okay, we're all getting in the river now. And they were going, what, what do you mean? I said, take your shoes and I said, we're getting in. And um, so all these little people who, like, and all the grown-ups were going like, oh, and I said, oh, they're all right. They can all... And we all got in and the dog was in and she was having like the best day ever. Um, and then we all got out and then we walked and then we got an ice cream. Um, and I think we got, I think I got them a little Mackey's on the way home or something. And then they all fell asleep on the bus, you know, on the way home. And do you remember years ago when you used to go out and you were playing out tired? Yeah, yeah. So you'd been yeah. out all day and you come in and you feel playing out tired. And mm. I wanted to do a retreat called Playing Out Tired where grown-ups go and take yourself back to, you know, you've got um, like, you, you can just go and do like play, I don't know, play tick, play hide and seek, play climbing in the trees, play man hunt and, and all those sort of games and stuff that when you finish for the day, you know, like no mobile, no mobile phones or, or no electronic. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. take them for photographs and things. And that's what I said to the kids. I said, take your phones, I said, for photographs. I said, but don't be on your phone when you're out when you've got all this beautiful stuff to see. And we had like 15-year-olds yeah. walking, holding hands with like four-year-olds. And none of them, a few of them took photographs and things, like that, but none of them had their phone. They weren't checking the phones because they were just having too yeah. good a day, weren't they? And that's what, that sort of weekend that Rosie's just described. Sort of takes you back, yeah. doesn't it, with... Well, there's, there's things as well, isn't there, that you can possibly you possibly take for granted. So, you're used to walking up mountains. Oh, excuse me. You're used to walking up mountains. So, we went um, up um, Mole Arthur. One of my faves, that. Uh, <laughs> up the steps, um, and that you can just see the whole of kind of the Denby Valley stretching out. And I remember one youngster, she must have been 15, 16, and she said to me, gosh, I didn't know there was so much of Wales. Wow. <laughs> you know, and you just think, yeah, exactly that, Helen. Wow. Yeah. wow yeah. You know, yeah. And some people don't some people don't experience that. And for us, you know, we, we, we've no, been fortunate enough yeah. to be able to go out and, and do yeah. these things, you know. And for some young people... And, and some older people as well, you know, they, they don't get the chance or no. the opportunity no. or the fear creeps in, you know. And I remember when we went on our first sort of proper walk, as we say, you know, in, in the mountains and in the hills and things. And, um, you know, we, we were like super, super prepared. So we had like all the clobber, we had like, you know, the wet gear and everything. And people are going, what are you taking that big bag for, you know, with all your wet gear? And I was like, well, you never know what the weather's going to be like when you're out and about. And, and I remember starting Snowden. And we were in our shorts and t-shirt and yeah. we got to the top and it was freezing. I've never been like, it was proper Baltic. We had like a hat, scarf, gloves, you know, the photograph of us, like you can just see our eyes. And it lashed down all the way down, all the way down to the bottom. And we were just like, you know, stripping off your nose and everything. And then you're seeing other people walking up and you're thinking, oh, you've got flip-flops on me. You're not going to go because they're not prepared to, to be but, but out there. I like, love Wales for that reason. The weather can change like... Yeah. We, we, we and them were going to um, Coomidwell about five years ago. And we had to be about 20 minutes into the walk and had to turn back because of the snow. Wow. And about an hour later, we were outside in the sun having a coffee. It, it but, but that fascinates me, that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, weather yeah. fascinates me, you know. And um, uh, have, you, have you ever been there? But that'd be a good little walk for you, Rosie. Midwell. Yeah, it's lovely around there. I know. Great, yeah. Yeah. yeah, glorious. Do you know the first time I ever went on on Snowden, we went from Penny Pass and we went up the pig track. And yeah. just exactly as you described, Des, it was absolutely dreadful. And we got to the final push and we thought, there's no fun in this and turn around. And I did that over a series of three or four years. I did that three or four times. Each time we got there, the weather was just abysmal. Yeah. And then yeah. the last time we did it, um, we ended up on Crib Goch. Have you done Crib Goch? No, no. That's that's the really tricky yeah, side, isn't it? It's a really, really steep ridge, um, literally like that, with, you mm. know, 1,000 foot <laughs> down the other side. It's very definitely uh, squeaky bum time, if I can say that on the on on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, but 
it's all right if you concentrate, if you concentrate, except when you meet someone coming the other direction. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I can say I've done it, I've done it once. Yeah. yeah, never again. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I've got nothing else to prove, have I? Exactly, you've done it, haven't you? No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. My excuse yeah. for sticking to it, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. But it's those so, days, isn't it? It's those adventures that the yeah. time that I, the time that I have been places, shouldn't say this really out loud, but the time that I've been places that are, you know, in conditions where I should not have been there, yeah. They're, they're the adventures you remember, aren't they? Of course they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're your memories, aren't they, of what you're making? Yeah, and as yeah. well, it's also your sense of achievement of what you can actually do when you put your mind to it. You know, there's lots of people, um, there's a great saying, isn't there, there's no such thing as bad weather, it's inappropriate clothes. And I think it might have been Audrey Hepburn yeah. or someone like that who said yeah. it. Um, yeah. and, and my saying is, like, you know, you're not made of ice and sugar, you won't melt. You know, yeah. if there's a bit of water, you'll be all right. Yeah. But uh, well, if you're going for a walk in the mountains, you shouldn't expect that it's going to be a nice day. No. That's what I will say. You know, yeah. don't don't go thinking oh, it's a nice day. We'll go for a walk in the mountains because it can change in a second. You know, and um, but that's what I love about it. I love the unpredictability about the weather. You know. But and I think I that's part of like you know, isn't it going with like Rosie? You know. Um, Who's an experienced walker? Who's you know can can take yeah, it with the people. Yeah, there's a lot for that. Yeah. Um, well, you, you know, yeah. it's about making sure. I mean, for me with my groups, it's about making sure that they know what to take with us. Yeah. And of course, yeah. I've got extra kit, and I've yeah. you know got a few extra things in the back of my car that I go. Have you got? Mm, let me lend you this, yeah. just yeah. in case. But, but yeah, there's, there's that peace of mind, Rosie, especially if you've not done it before. Yeah. You know, if you, if you know that the person leading you is is experienced, shall we say. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a big it's a big safety net for them, you know. Sure. Right. Experienced, um, qualified, and insured. I mean, that's those are your kind of three, aren't they? And also yeah. being a girl guide leader. <laughs> that's a yeah. big massive tick for me. Oh right, that, okay. that, that instills oh, me absolutely. with massive yeah. confidence. Okay. Yeah. If you can take a gang of kids and take them out on Duke of Endeavours and take them camping yeah. and take them on all adventures, then you can take a, a group of. Although probably it's easier to take the guides than it is to take a group of adults. <laughs> no, 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 you're right because that field craft you never know when you're going to need it as well, especially in the mountains. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, what the Gale guide pre it prepares you, doesn't it? The Gale guides prepares you to be. Yeah, I mean, they teach so much, uh, you know, they, uh, huge studies are, um, about the, the mental resilience, actually, that being in the guys does, because you're allowed to fail. So many kids are, have never experienced failure, but, right. you know, failure comes in, you didn't win that game, or you didn't quite meet that challenge. You've worked together as a team, and it didn't quite work that's all right it's a safe space to do that we just work out how we do it next time or you know and you learn um but yeah it's all that kind of teamwork communication resilience all those kind of soft skills that actually poor teachers don't have time to to deal with in school or it's not appropriate for them to kind of try and instill yeah. in school yeah we do 100%. all that as well as I always say, you know, if you go into a toilet and the light doesn't work, I always say, it's all right, I'm a girl guard, I can wee in the dark. <laughs> Definitely. We went we went camping in Loch Lomond and um with the guides and the weather was that bad that um a, a, a river like stream came through our tents. Came yeah. And they, they packed our tents up and we went and stayed in some they had dormitories. And we, the weather was that yeah. bad that they packed us up. We went and stayed in the dormitories, <laughs> and um, but it was just an amazing, amazing like I think we went for that, five that weeks. That answer was on Skyfell Pike, that did it uh, while we were doing the three peaks as well. Wow, and, uh, and the, the guy he was a Royal Marine commando who took us and he was considering aborting the um, wow, the challenge, you know. We said he's choking out. He was just on Ben Nevis, you know. She has it in now, and um, but it was like walking down in a river, pitch black, couldn't see, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know what? It's that exciting. 
that excited. And that's when you've got to dig deep, isn't it? I wasn't at the time. No. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. It's, um, and it's amazing what the body can do when the mind takes over, you know. Because you've got no other choice. You've just yeah. got to get back to that yeah. band, you know. Yeah, 100%. So, there's before we run out of... Oh, yeah, my mum says, that's when I discovered peanut butter and jam toast. It was, mum, when I was on Girl Guides. <laughs> and I still have peanut butter and jam on my toast of the morning, I, or I have a bagel with peanut butter and jam. Yeah. It's the best breakfast ever. Um, so, Des, tell us your red face moments. Oh, it happened on Saturday, just gone. I was in this lady's house, and it's um, one of them Georgian houses, you know, in town. And anyway, we were discussing some some business and uh, outlining uh, a time scale for doing this the jobs, you know. And I was on my way out, and, and I backed into a, a mop bucket, and it went all over the beige carpet. <gasps> oh, dear. oh dear! And we just looked at each other, and you know what? She burst out laughing, which I was so relieved. But I, do you know what? I was dead embarrassed. <laughs> I could feel myself, you know. I said, "Oh, but listen, well, anyway, I've got. I'm going to go round tomorrow to see how it's dried out, you know. So um, if if not, It'll I'll get, get a carpet cleaned for you, you know. It'll but um, do you know what? She was fine <laughs> about it, but I, I was mortified. Cream factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Sandra, Sandra's red faces. She agreed to bring the drum, you know, on the dragon boat race. She's terrified <laughs> yeah. of water. She's absolutely terrified. And Marty Sand got it in the canoe. But then she sat on the chair, which was actually a chair on top of the the, mm-hmm. the, the canoe thing like mm-hmm. that. Um anyway, when, when she sat on the chair, which was ridiculous, she ran. <laughs> she just got back off again. Fortunately, there was someone else to take over banging the drum. Um and she watched from the side. But uh, anyway, I was right to run as two other boats completely capsized, and she might have got her hair wet, mightn't she? You know, she'd have been fuming. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna stand up for her, okay? If you hold your hands like that, and then put a hand like that, that is honestly the size yeah, yeah. of the... And you are perched a good six to eight feet above the water so good on you sandra for um yeah 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 for, for sitting on it in the first place obviously it would break under my weight but uh yeah i've uh yeah you are she sent me a picture of this she sent me a picture of the pinnacle on, no way you just sat on that <laughs> not very much yeah 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 yeah, yeah. was it only is that on the edge of the boat is it Sort of like on the yeah, at the front of the boat, but it's high up. You're like yeah. actually high up off the boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing either side of you. It's not like you know, if you're steering and you're standing up, you've got a dirty great oar to hang on to. Or if you're paddling, you know. No, yeah. you are very precarious. And you've balanced. got a drum as well, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Um so well, shout out to any grown-ups, any grown-ups who've done amazing things. Des, have you got any grown-ups you want to shout out to? Um but well, that that lady was very, very understanding. Yeah. But um, I I think um this week John Howie he's listening. He had a big birthday this week. He did. So happy birthday, John! And uh, he's been great with us over the last couple of months, hasn't he? So yeah, so big shout out to John Howie. I won't give out your age out, John. Yeah. But um, but it was a big one, and it wasn't fifty, and it wasn't seventy. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Rosie? Have you got any grown-ups you want to shout out to? Uh, yeah, I'd like to shout out, it's a bit of a theme developing, isn't it? I'd like to shout out to the five amazing women who gave up 25 hours on uh, Saturday into Sunday to take little guides who had never camped before on a 25-hour camp. Oh, because, amazing. you know, no, it, 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 it's all the bits that you don't see, isn't it? It's all the paperwork before, it's all the planning, it's all the food buying, it's all the making sure the tents, it's all of this, it's all of that. And then they give up the 25 hours uh, and the kids just had the best time. Brilliant. It's all the not sleeping because they're all talking. You've got to say, well, like that, isn't it's it? because at four o'clock in the morning, of course, it's light, isn't it? So it must yeah. be getting up time. Yeah. And then, of course, they are 
crotchety and grumpy from about 10. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well done to all the all the guide leaders well and, and everybody else. If I'm going to give a shout out to my Uncle Ken because it was his special birthday. Well, he was 85 yesterday. Um, yeah. So a big shout out to my Uncle Ken. Happy birthday to him. Um, so, Rosie, quickly, a positive challenge. Oh, a positive challenge. Right. This is a busy weekend, isn't it, for, for many dashing here, dashing there, organising a street party or attending or whatever. So my positive challenge is go find yourself some nature, even if it's just down the bottom of the garden, and just sit for five minutes and breathe and just listen to the nature around you and just let your head relax. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely, definitely going to do that. Um, and Rosie just... said that. Rosie, I, I, know. That. I know. Well, <laughs> if you do, you do. I know. Exactly. Yeah. So our time is up. It's been super fast. Thank you, Rosie, massively for joining us. Thank you oh, massively man. again Absolutely. to Des for stepping in. Um, yeah, and I Rosie, see you, Rosie is going to give us our closing quote or mantra that she lives by. Okay. So my mantra that I live by is if you can be anything in the world, be kind and be happy yes thank you very much and we'll see everybody next week good night well, everyone bye. nice to see you bye bye good night